Welcome to the Hometown Marketing Podcast, where I walk you through how to build a successful business in your small community. I'm your host, Ileanne Tyson. And now. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome. Today I am going to share with you a list of four ways to make all your efforts bring you closer to your goals. So I'm excited to share these with you. Um, But first I have a short story that will tie in great with our subject matter today. So, So Friday I felt a little bit frustrated. I was working with a client that I just didn't feel was getting it. I wasn't explaining myself clearly. And we were marking mapping out a a marketing plan directed at a specific target audience. Up to this point, all this marketing has been to um, just been more generic to small businesses and not really specific to his ideal client. And if you know me, I am all about talking to your ideal client. So from our discussion, we determined that his, his ideal client was the decision makers who were who are CEOs of small businesses that are um, the size of 10 to 100 employees. There's some more into that, but that that's basically who he needs to talk to. And so I try to explain to him that all of his marketing messages should talk to that one person. This means your LinkedIn posts, your videos, blog posts, website content, pretty much everything. And what we'd been doing up until now hadn't really been specific enough. It hadn't really been getting the results that we had wanted. So that right there, that thing of running it through by your ideal client is an example of a filter. Uh, All the ideas, all the creative process of brainstorming, that is the filter of will it resonate with my ideal client is a filter. And in the end, the use of that filter is an example of something that will, hopefully, if planned outright, bring you closer to your goals. His goal, of course, is to help more companies in that demographic with his services. So today I want to talk to you about that topic, this filter approach. Run everything through, will it bring you closer to your goals? I'm going to map out four ways that you can do that to strategic ways, to tactics, um, to help you become more efficient and effective. And I'm not perfect in all of these areas. I am just trying to, um, by teaching you these t- tactics, I will do them more and more. So I'm, I'm pleased to talk to you about them today. So number one, which we've been talking about, is obviously thinking with the end of mind, with the end in mind. Whether you're thinking about your religious beliefs uh, or making your home life smoother and easier or working with instilling values with your teenager, or even, and of course, building your business. Taking a few minutes to think with the end in mind is really so vitally important. Some of your home life routines might be on autopilot and others may not. The autopilot routines are basically, what do I have to do to get it done? Which is the same thing of thinking with the end in mind. You need to get your kids out the door to get to school what are all the things that have to happen and so you're on autopilot brushing your teeth um, is another great example you know what you need to do you're just doing it so that's an autopilot 
thinking with the end of mind, or and then in that case, not thinking with the end of mind. One of the habits that I do weekly is that, and, and it really helps, and it's doing a weekly planning session. So every Sunday, I review my previous week, and I look at what went well, what didn't, what didn't get accomplished. Some of those things do get pushed to the next week. Some of them um, get pushed a little bit further out. Some of them delay indefinitely. Some of those things get delegated and sometimes I just delete them. I decide, well, you know, if I've not already done it, maybe it's not. Or if it was time sensitive, then obviously that could be a deletion. I then look at the upcoming week, what's already scheduled, what do I want to accomplish? All of that rolls into my monthly goals, that roll into my quarterly goals, that roll into my annual goals. Now to back up just a little bit, <clears throat> each November or December, depending on the year, I set my goals for the upcoming year. I look at what went well and what not so well. I determine what projects I want to work on for the year, how I want to earn my revenue and how much, how much revenue. And I also do this with my personal goals and even with um, my husband, we set goals together. So then I break these goals down into quarters that I also break down to months that then transfer into breaking down to weeks and that I finally get down to the day level. During each of these time periods, I use the focusing question from the book, The One Thing. If you haven't read it, I recommend you read it. And that question is, what's the one thing I can do such by doing it makes everything easier and unnecessary? This is another example of a tool that will help me bring things closer, help me get closer to my goals. So when I make my weekly schedule and review what I plan to accomplish, I ask, will it bring me closer to my goals? I try to remember this question every time a new activity pops up or a new thing to do is presented. Now, I'm human, I admit, sometimes I don't ask the question and it will lead me down a rabbit hole. I'll open an email, it'll seem intriguing and I'll read it then and maybe even follow some links and that delays me and, and uses up some of my time. And I, what I really need to do, and sometimes I'm good about it, is I need to put this on a research or read later list. All right, so you get the point. All right, my number two way to uh, make your all your efforts more effective is to cull through your activities and your processes. So let's talk just a bit about the difference between effective versus efficient. One of my other favorite books is Tim Ferriss' Four Hour Work Week, and he defines it like this. Effectiveness is doing the things that get you closer to your goals. Efficiency is performing a given task, whether important or not, in the most economical manner possible. What you do is infinitely more important than how you do it. Efficiency is still important, but unless applied to the right things, useless. So, are everything on your on, the, on what you think you should do and in your business and in life, are they necessary? Are you getting the results you want? Should you stop doing a few things, perhaps? What about your processes? For example, if you think, I'm, if you think posting to Instagram is important to your marketing of your business, have you taken the time to map out your process on how you do it, either on paper or in your head? If not, you should go through the process and make sure all the steps are really necessary. Maybe you don't need to do them all. This leads me to my number three way of making all your efforts more effective, and that is batch tasking. What is batch tasking? 
you might ask. Batching tasks could be done in life, such as in your kitchen, but also in your business. It could look like a few different things. In your kitchen, it could be like making a large portion of your meals on the weekend ahead of time or using the freezer meal method. In your business, an example is conducting, might be conducting research for all your upcoming projects at one time instead of just project by project. There's a whole laundry list of things that you could do for this, but that's just one example. It's extremely an efficient use of your time and it allows you to, what I call, get in the zone and get your work done. When possible, I like to schedule these in blocks of two to three hours. During this time, you are a good girl and you turn off all your notifications, such as your phone, put it in do not disturb mode, your email, your social media. Your kids are at school or busy doing something and you really are ready to knock out your work in this batch time. This is a skill and can be strengthened with the more you use it, like many things. It's wonderful because you actually do away with task switching. I don't know if you've heard of that phrase before. It's also known context switching. And apparently the act of changing from one thing or to the another um, makes you lose anywhere from 25% according to the studies to 100% of the time. So another way to say that is it can take you up to 25% more time to get something done all the way up to 100% more, double the amount of time just because you're jumping from task to task or being interrupted. And let's not even get into the conversation about multitasking. Save multitasking for your kid's soccer game or while you're watching your favorite TV show. So if you batch your tasks or batch your activities for the week and can batch like tasks together, you will, you will eliminate that switching time or at least minimize that switching time. For example, if you need to make images for your blog posts and your social media posts and your stories, try to do all of them at once or, or do as many as you can knock out in the time block. Another example, this is a marketing tip. So uh, if you like to use Instagram, whether talking stories, posts, or reels, and you like that natural image or a video just posted now, like you know, you're in, you're doing whatever. For example, one of my, um, one of y'all probably watching this, part of the group, um, is a farmer and she, almost all of her stuff is like videos of farm life or things growing or, um, you know, just different things around the farm and she will do them naturally while they're going on and they will be posted at that time. So what she might want to do and, uh, is consider using something prepared once or twice a month and this will just uh, have, you know, something you can post to get in the face of your, in front of your followers um, different times of, of the month. So you could batch putting all this together. Um, for instance, you could use quotes, whether they're your quotes or there are people you inspire, inspirational quotes, and you could do like a whole 12 months worth in one time. I've, I've done that many times. So what kind of tasks are great for batching? A lot of your business tasks. Some include updating your financials, your books, taking pictures or videos for the month for your social media posts. Again, this just depends on what style you like to post. 
planning out content for the month, quarter, or year. And yes, it is possible to plan out a whole year. Uh, I follow a couple different people who really will do this. And then they'd batch a whole year's worth of pictures or a whole year's worth of, um, maybe not video, that's a little bit longer, but just do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, some other tasks include uh, writing captions for posts or images, writing blog posts, hashtag compilation, you could group these by topics, and then you could probably do this once a year and just update it once, you know, refresh it a little bit once a quarter. Uh, keyword research, research joint venture opportunities, writing out emails in advance for your customer list, and miscellaneous administrative tasks. So there's a lot of things you can do in the batching method, and I'm just trying to give you a couple of ideas to get you started. All right, my fourth way, my final way to help make all your efforts more effective is to get your stakeholders on board. Stakeholders, what does that mean? This is anyone who has an immediate benefit in seeing you succeed. For most of the time, it includes your husband or kids, but it could also include your parents. When my kids were younger, I would need childcare on occasions, and so that was usually my mother. Share with your stakeholders what you have going on and where you might need some help. Share with your family what you have planned and what your goals are. Then, when you reach them, be sure to celebrate with them. It makes it easier for your family to cheer you on to reach a goal, especially if it's something that they have to, like, give you time to, to work. It gives the younger children a little bit more incentive to say, remember, if you help me work for this, we're going to be working towards this goal, which might be going to the zoo or a special trip or something. Perhaps you need a little extra child care getting your children to or from extracurricular extra activities. Uh, let your stakeholders know what you have planned and how you need help. Perhaps you need to work one night a week. Will your husband be able to handle the kids? Maybe you prepared dinner already and he can just pop it in the microwave and serve it. Maybe you need outside child care for a few hours, perhaps you just need emotional support. So what structures could you put into place to help you perform your best work? All right, I've outlined four different ways to help make your efforts more effective so you can reach your goals. If you have something that's working for you, I'd love to hear about it. Be sure to comment it below or screenshot it and tag me on Instagram. So I'm here with this and all the other training information to fulfill my calling for making your business a high impact business. Your business can thrive, you can meet your goals, but you just might need to switch up a few things. So I hope this gives you some ideas and you have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. You can get the link at highimpactbusiness.com forward slash podcast.